How do you say I'm sorry in German to our German listeners? Ash and Zach are super smart. They went to college and learned a bunch of stuff. And Bo and Andrew didn't go to college because that's the way life goes sometimes. What happens when you put them together and you try to make them learn? Grab your friends. Let's listen together on Get Dumped on an Info Dump Podcast. Welcome to Get Dumped On, an Infodump podcast, the podcast where four friends get together, take turns dumping their special interest knowledge on the other. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Uh, I am Ash, and I'm going to get dumped on today, along with Andrew and Bo. If this is your first time listening, I'm sorry. This is Andrew, by the way. Hello. <laughs> hey, what's up? And that's Bo. And that's Bo. And, <laughs> and that's the dumper Bo. today is going to be the enigmatic Zach. Hi, so- I don't. So Zach, take us away, is what I was going to say. I was going to say, I don't, I'm not particularly enigmatic. But we're going to be talking about an enigmatic figure. Zach, take me away. I'm taking you, buddy. I'm taking you. Get ready. We're going to go to the Pacific Northwest. Are you excited? Have you ever been? Yes, many times. It's very nice. Washington. It's very very rainy. It's um, Mm -hmm. weirdly full of neo-Nazis right now. Mm. And you know what else it's full of? (laughs) Shit. Bigfoots. Okay. Because that's what we're going to talk about today. It's going to be Bigfoot. This episode, I was originally planning on doing like an overview of my favorite cryptids, but then I started talking, uh, I started researching Bigfoot and fell down fucking rabbit holes. Just like the last episode that I did, which the last episode was the last episode I did, the Aya Nazir episode, or was there one in between? Either way, I've done the thing that I usually do, which is where I start off saying that I'm going to do an episode that covers multiple topics and instead just end up super duper focusing on one of them to the point where this is going to be a two-parter. We're going to be doing two episodes just on Bigfoot, probably. Based on the fact that I currently have 10 pages of notes, that seems pretty likely. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, oh, oh, and so Bigfoot, the one that's not real. Man's went well, deep. That's the question. That's is the answer. real no, no, or no, not? No, no. It's not. It's, it's not. not. It's not. Well, we're going we're gonna to have to listen to all the evidence that oh Zach has compiled, and then we're going to have to decide. Didn't the guy come out and say that he, the, the, the guy who w- wore the suit came out and said, hey, I wore this? Did he? So yeah, we, beca- we became History Channel, <laughs> and now what we're going to talk about is mythological shit. H-E-D. I mean, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Tell you what. Tell you what. Convince me. So basically what I'm going to, what, what we're doing right now is we're establishing that you are both Bigfoot skeptics. Not skeptics. I w- I w- yeah, I wouldn't say I'm skeptic. A Bigfoot, I'm a den- Bigfoot denier. atheist. I'm a Bigfoot denier. <laughs> Bigfoot, I'm a Bigfoot denier. atheist. <laughs> it's just not there. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do this, man. Well, it's, I, then just I, think I, I am agnostic. We're, we're not non, wait, we're not agnostic. We are straight up. <laughs> no. <laughs> straight up, I mean, yeah, No. Spoiler alert, I am too. So this is less of like a me trying to convince you that Bigfoot exists and more of like, I mean, there's a lot of All, all of the ways of people have tried to convince others that Bigfoot yeah. does exist. It's kind of like this is, this is like a history of all of the various hoaxes that people have done in the attempt to prove that Bigfoot exists. Or just like an overview of the role that Bigfoot has played as like a folklore uh, like a figure of of national folklore because it's he's a big one you think the bigfoot is not real i would love for bigfoot to be real that's okay. exactly I, how that's i feel so, yeah, but, but you so you, I, you would love for it but currently you don't think that it is i would love yeah. for bigfoot to be real i am currently not convinced okay well now i'm convinced i'm on the other side now because i would love for bigfoot to be real that would be awesome but, like, as someone who has studied, like, primate evolution, I, mm, mm, mm. that's all I'm going to say. Oh, my gosh. What if when you guys got engaged, that that thing you were staring at wasn't a gorilla, but it was Bigfoot watching you and your special day? It was a, it was a gorilla, no. though. Oh, <laughs> Call back they, to a previous episode. Maybe they captured Bigfoot and called him a gorilla. See, you guys just don't have to put the pieces together. He was, he was Bigfoot wearing a gorilla Listen, suit. okay, listen, listen. I love, I love a bit, you know, you know, but if there's one thing that I know, it's what's a gorilla. It's true. Um, Sorry, go. Okay, get, yeah, tell me, so, tell me, tell me Bigfoot things. Uh, so, well, 
Bigfoot is what we call uh, in the biz a cryptid, perhaps like probably like one of the top three most famous cryptids, right? Um, so a cryptid is an animal that has been claimed to exist and exists in like local myths and legends, but has never actually been proven to exist. So like the chupacabra? Yeah, like the chupacabra. Oh, hey, that's like real. the Loch Ness that's Monster. The Unicorns. The Mothman. The Jersey Devil. Jersey Devil. Loch Ness Monster. Hey, Andrew, hey, Andrew, look at hey, that. Hey, 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 Jinx. Hey, you owe me a kiss. <laughs> and it's funny that you bring up gorillas. Um, and obviously you would bring up gorillas because we're talking about Bigfoot. But gorillas were also uh, are, are actually a really good example of an animal that used to be a cryptid, but now is no longer. The uh, Europeans, uh, the first Europeans to visit Africa, heard all of these legends of gorillas and like came back to Europe with stories of that they heard of gorillas, but often never actually saw one or were able to prove that they exist because gorillas are so good at like you know hiding in the mm-hmm. woods and being and you know being being hidden. They're very reclusive. Um, the first, the first known, like the first gorilla known to Europeans was actually uh, in. Let me see what year did I write down. I did not write down a year, but it was an wow. ancient Greek explorer uh, whose name was Hanno the Navigator, who wrote about an island off the coast of Africa populated with hairy savages, most of whom were women, which makes sense because gorillas live in harems with one dominant male. Uh, they nabbed a couple of them to bring back to Carthage, but they fought back, of course, and so they killed them and then skinned them and brought the skins back to Carthage, where they were kept until they were destroyed when Rome sacked sacked Carthage in 146 BCE 350 years later oh, okay so yeah so it was 350 years before um wow it's a long time ago and Hanno legit thought that they were human just a savage breed of human and then later in the 18 uh the 1890s they were finally like proven to be real when uh this European I think he was English finally came back with a actual gorilla thing but they were they were like <laughs> a gorilla a, thing gorilla thing this they podcast were, isn't about gorillas the this gorillas are very mysterious even like when king kong came out in 1933 there are people who had never seen a gorilla before not even at the zoo or whatever. i don't That's I, don't, I don't believe and now we I think you're lying now we just now we just take the existence of gorillas for granted we're just like yeah gorillas they're out there they're doing gorilla stuff i saw one at the zoo gorilla videos on youtube and go to the zoo see gorillas wait we take yeah. it for how do, how do we take it for granted Please explain that to me. Because we don't question when people say that there's gorillas. You don't question because you, you just know that there's gorillas. You immediately picture a gorilla in your mind and you like know what they mm-hmm. look like and what they are. Uh, you don't, don't speak for me. <laughs> so I <laughs> have always really been interested in cryptids and Bigfoot and stuff like that. And it's always kind of in a weird, in a way where it's like, I want to believe in them, but I never really do. But it's always fun to think of the way that people come up with like stories of funny little dudes doing weird shit out in the woods. And it's also kind of a fun sort of examination into what people believe in and are afraid of at the time. And local cryptids always tend to be like a reflection of some mindset at the time or in the place where they're made and so those are always really interesting to look into i read this whole book about it It was a lot of fun i feel like a lot of them are to dissuade children from um like wandering right a lot of them are dissuading children from wandering that's like krampus and uh like Mm -hmm. you you don't do bad things or krampus Mm -hmm. is gonna you know uh, Mm -hmm. cut off your toes or whatever it's something weird i don't know i have no idea i don't know what krampus did Mm-hmm. He he, butts. You're, but also like 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's all I have to say. I was trying to think of more things to say. My brain wouldn't work. So keep going. <laughs> yeah. So I, we're going to. So like I said, I was going to do an episode on cryptids, and now we're just going to be doing two whole episodes on Bigfoot. And I would like to uh, say right before we start to all of the Bigfoot boosters out there who are listening. Yes, this is going to just scratch the surface of all of the Bigfoot stories out there. And I'm sorry that I didn't mention your favorite Bigfoot story, but it, oh, it just made the cut. It almost made the cut. You know, it was almost there. And I just had to cut it at the last second for time. So I'm sorry. Let's get into it. Let's start off by talking about the origins of Bigfoot myths and legends. Where did the Bigfoot myth come from? What is Bigfoot's favorite food? What is Bigfoot's... Middle name. What is Bigfoot's zodiac sign? 
Mm. That's a good These question. questions and more will be answered by Zach. I guarantee it by the end of these next two episodes. <laughs> those will 100%. Zach will answer them with full truth. Mm-hmm. So and, go ahead and email us your questions right now. And your loads. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. God, by the time of the episode, because we're, we're recording this live, baby. Um, so big, damn it. Ever since the episode where you ummed back at me, now I can't stop but thinking about all of my ums. You're welcome. <sighs> You're welcome. That was, that was um, me helping you, like breaking it? you of this habit, you know? It was a very Pierce move. <laughs> so if, uh, I, have a, I have a question about Bigfoot real quick before we get started. Okay. Um, down here in the front. If Bigfoot has a child, is it called Littlefoot? No, because that's a dinosaur. Or is it called Bigfoot's yeah. little guy? <laughs> I think it's called Bigfoot's little guy. Mm-hmm. This little guy. This little guy. Hey, little guy. hey, Bigfoot's little guy. How you doing? Hey, Bigfoot's little guy. Bigfoot legends go back a really long time to the point that it makes it feel a little bit more legitimate to me than other cryptids, which are basically just like, you know, Dimby Dimmy Bulbob found a funny little goat man out in West Virginia in 1970. Um, Sorry, what name was that? Can you say that again? Yeah, can you go ahead and say it again? Dimmy Bulbob. Dimmy Bulbob. I don't Lim- know. Slimmy. <laughs> now, is that a made-up person, or you like it's like old so and so Dimmy yeah, Bulbob? That is a that is a made-up person that I just came up with on the spot. Yeah, good old Limmy Bobob or whatever you say. <laughs> oh, Mr. Bobob. Limmy Bobob. Oh, Limmy Bobob here. I'm an old prospect. Okay, keep going. But there I'm sorry, are... Zach's sister. I'm sorry. It makes sense to me that... Well, I'll, I'll probably hold it in. Well, no, say what you're going to say. It makes sense to me that Bigfoot myth would go back a really long time because there was an animal that like kind of looked like a Bigfoot that existed. Mm-hmm. Gigantopithecus. It's called my ex-wife. Okay, sorry. Can you imagine the drain? Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about Gigantopithecus. That was funny. Ash, that was really funny. Uh, oh, we are it slated to talk awesome. about Gigantopithecus at the end of the next episode. Oh, okay. But That's so a teaser. Even, yeah, the, make sure if you want to hear around. about this guy, <laughs> stick around. So even uh, only, there are tons and tons. an hour and 50 minutes left till you get the answer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There are tons and tons and tons of Bigfoot legends. And so I picked out this first episode is basically going to be me telling some of what I think are the most classic Bigfoot stories, the ones that are the most interesting, um, and the one from Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt wrote one. I didn't know that Teddy Roosevelt saw Bigfoot. Well, he didn't see Bigfoot. He talked to a guy who saw Bigfoot. Oh, okay. Uh, but he wrote about it in a book. So let's He's start like off with... fucking crazy guy, dude. <laughs> If there, I don't know how familiar our German off, off audience is with Bigfoot, so I'm going to introduce. Oh yeah, dude! Shout out to our German listeners. We have a lot of German listeners. So, guten tag. Yeah, guten tag. Hey, that's if you're all, if you're in Germany right now, thank thank you for listening. And Thanks also, listening. if you're not in Germany right now, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening. Dankeschön. And if you are in Germany right now, enjoy some of that mustard that Zach and Ash keep talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, and if, so and good. if you're in Germany, you know what my favorite number is nine. <laughs> I'm so sorry for that. Oh. <laughs> Zach and I went to Germany once and we we loved it. We had a great time. It was really, really fun. We went to the Neanderthal Museum. We went We to, did a lot of stuff. It was, we did a lot it was of great. stuff. So what do you think is older? The name Bigfoot or the name Sasquatch? Sasquatch. Sasquatch. I want to go with Sasquatch. Yes, the name back Sasquatch is older, but both that, of those pause, are basically names just that were invented like, by like waiting. <laughs> well, pause I don't know why like... I proposed it as like it was an interesting question because yeah, it seems pretty obvious that Sasquatch would be the older name, but uh, both of them are basically names that were invented by white people. Uh, even though Sasquatch sounds more legitimate, uh, more legitimate than Bigfoot, but. Sasquatch is an anglicization, an anglicization of a Salish word, and the Salish are an indigenous people who live in the Pacific Northwest. Sasquets, uh, which was coined by a guy named J.W. Burns in the 1920s. Um, and then Bigfoot comes from Jerry Crew and Andrew Gonzoli in 1958. The name Bigfoot didn't come across until 1958 when they were investigating a series of large footprints which was named in the Humboldt Times newspaper. We're going to talk about those footprints. Oh my gosh, in, in the Humboldt Times Bigfoot. newspaper? <laughs> yeah, we're going to be talking about those next, next Humboldt episode. Humboldt County is where all of the weed is grown in California. And it's it, where yeah. they found some, uh, they found some uh, big old footprints. 
And they were like, that's a big foot, bro. They were yeah, walking. They're doing their, their nature big. walk. And they're like, what is oh, this big that's foot? such a big foot, dude. Like, you see that? So. It's almost like a Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and some of the stories that I read before, they refer to it as like an ape man or a mountain devil or just a hairy man. Dude, white people love throwing devil on stuff. They love the yeah, devil. Love I don't them. understand. They love it. Nobody loves the devil more than white people. So based on descriptions that you get from the stories, Bigfoot is seven or eight feet tall, sometimes like up to 10 feet tall. It really depends on who's talking about him. The and fish how was this big. They want you to okay. be. Yeah, exactly. It's, it depends on how impressed they want you to be. <laughs> or how scary they thought it was, maybe. Yeah. They can be black, brown, or the red. The devil was this big. <laughs> it seems like black and brown are most common, but sometimes you hear stories about red ones or blonde ones. And he smells terrible. One of the like common blonde. themes between a lot of the stories is that if you get close enough to a Bigfoot, it just smells god-awful. And sometimes they can produce a smell on command. Um, but the smell <gasps> is like rotten flesh, poop, old vomit, outhouses, rotten fish, rotten eggs, or just nasty. I've been to Comic-Con, and I can confirm Bigfoot goes to Comic-Con. Bigfoot goes to Comic-Con. I, uh, that's the thing that I think I know, stanky. like, I don't know, like, the most about Bigfoot lore, but I do know that he is stanky. I like that they, they, could, they could be blonde. Like, could you imagine, like, a beautiful, like, Fabio blonde hair? <laughs> <laughs> it's silky, silky It's silky. Hair. smells like complete asshole, but he's just so <laughs> silky as he's walking at you. You're like, oh, my God, this, this Bigfoot's gotten hot. And then, like, oh, this smells so bad. <laughs> gorillas can, uh, gorillas do a stank on command as well, don't mm-hmm. they? They got, like, a warning musk. If they're, like, they need, they're telling, like, an intruder to back off. They, like, produce a really smelly smell. Like a skunk or a or an octopus? Yeah, kind of. Kind of like a skunk. <laughs> now I'm imagining an octopus is an ink thing. And now I'm imagining a gorilla inking on somebody. Shooting <laughs> ink out of its ass while it's running away from you with his blonde hair, beautiful, just like flowing in the wind. <laughs> Staining it. Stains the hair. You hear a harp in the background as he's running and shitting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. Sorry, keep going. So there, ha- so I keep referring to Bigfoot as a he, and I'm going to do that unless the story tells otherwise. But it's shitty of me to do because obviously, if Bigfoot is like a species of animals, then there's like ma- females in addition to males. It feels really impersonal. I guess I could do he- a they. It's fine. It's fine. I don't know. I don't think anybody cares. It, this thing isn't fucking real. So who cares? It's Bigfoot. And so stories of the of the Sasquatch, uh, Bigfoot are um, you. There are reportings of them in every single state. Every single state has at least one uh, reporting of uh, a Bigfoot sighting. Straight cap. And I found all of these. Uh, there's the Bigfoot Research Organization, the, the, the BFRO, the B-F-R-O. Okay, that's a joke, right? <laughs> uh, it is absolutely not. Uh, the B, it's at bfro.net, the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization. I'm going there right now. They have so B many. B for real, bro. Be for real, bro. They have cataloged sightings. They have thousands and thousands of cataloged sightings. They produced a documentary that I watched in high school. They've got all basically like if you are looking for Bigfoot information, the BFRO is where you go. Why um, this, this website is that their a- slogan? Because if it's not, it should be. It this, should be. You should definitely should get be. in touch with them and be like, hey, their guys. Website, is very web 1.0 yes like, it is very awful. like oh my god awful this is like the space jam website also they have a twitter and they don't pay for the blue check mark so i don't think business is going very well for them <laughs> <laughs> but they've got sightings that like they've got reports that like up to from 2022 like they're up to it their website looks like it was designed in 1995 but they're still updating my God, they have a patch on the website that says Beefro is developing this concept for a TV series. It's called Drone Squatchers, and it looks <laughs> what? Drone Squatchers. Oh my gosh. There's like something where they're selling a thermal camera that's super outdated by now. It's pretty great. They're just, they're just like, they're just flying drones what? around the forest looking for squatch. Like, oh, there is. No, no, that's me. Oh, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> No, there it is. No, no, dead homeless guy. Okay. <laughs> we'll find him. Don't worry. We'll find him. 17 what seasons saying, later, we, we'll find can, something. Can we call that number? Call that number right now. Put it live on the podcast. Call that number. Oh, my God. <laughs> could you imagine? No, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Please think of it. It would be hilarious. Mm, no. Talk about it. 
<laughs> maybe in which part state two, do you think maybe has in part two? Maybe in part two we call the number. <laughs> we can set up however to do that. I'll be playing some audio recordings that I found on their website in part two. Oh my god, we can report sightings on their website. I'm gonna make fake ones while you do this. All right, go. Oh, don't do that. Come on. Come At on. least you gotta respect the respect the legitimacy. Respect the hustle, man. It's just photos no. of, it's just photos <laughs> it's photos of Zach. He's <laughs> like, I think I found him. <laughs> tell, tell you what, tell you what. If you semi convince me with some of these stories that like maybe this is a possibility, I won't do it. Yeah. By the, okay. end of the, by the end of the two episodes, if there's any in any part of me that's like, oh, well, that's interesting. Like maybe it could be, then I will not do it. All right, we'll see. So, which state do you think has the most sightings? You think it is Washington. Oregon, Washington, or Florida? Um, some more wooded. So, but Florida people are dumb. Oregon. Ooh, that's a good. That's a hard question. Oregon, Washington, Montana. I'm going Montana. I changed it. Montana, Hawaii. Ooh, palm trees. I think I saw some in Hawaii. But no, it is Washington. Washington has the most by a lot. He's just Bigfoot just swimming back and forth. The Pacific Ocean. He comes, he comes back with a fucking lay around his neck. The Bigfoot is an exceptional swimmer. With those long arms? You bet. You know he's got like a Michael Phelps thing going on with his his wingspan. Do you know what the team of Bigfoot hunters in Massachusetts is called? Oh, no. Do I want to know? Yes, you do, because this is my favorite thing that I've read all day. They, okay. they, it's called Squatchachusetts. I love that. I really want to be a part of Squatchachusetts. Makes me yeah. more hate Massachusetts more and more. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Bigfoot has a lot of regional variants as well. And it, it would be ridiculous to talk about Bigfoot without mentioning that there are really similar kind of creatures sighted all around the world. Yeti. There's, yeah, there's the Yeti in the Himalayas. There's the Yowie in Australia. There's uh, wild men in Europe. There's all over the place. There are these like, you know, <laughs> big hairy men being seen. There is Florida can, does have its own regional variant. Can it, I say something really quick about the Yeti? Yeah. If there's any one that I do believe in, it's the Yeti because the Yeti is in like Asia, right? Yes. And that's where apes are from. And like, that's where they, that's where. With primate evolution, it's like Asia and apes, they go hand in hand. So, like, if there's going to be a big wild man ape out there, I think it's going to be a Yeti. Well, I, I've seen it. A Yeti? I've, I was on the Matterhorn at Disneyland. Oh. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what about Florida? Tell me about Florida. So, Florida has its own um, Sasquatch variant, which looks a little bit more like an orangutan. Orange man from Florida is what you're saying. Yeah, orange uh, orange man from Florida. And oh no! It, is he playing a lot of <laughs> Is he playing a lot of golf? A lot of golf. Oh no! <laughs> and it uh, it lives in like the swamps and all that area. And oh, no. uh, what do you think its name is? There's I mean I'll, mm. yeah, I'll leave three. There okay. is it the skunk ape? Is it Florida man or is it monster foot? I, I want it to be Monsterfoot. Monsterfoot, it sounds like a dollar store version of Bigfoot. So, yeah. That <laughs> one. It sounds very Florida. Hey, we got that old Monsterfoot down here. <laughs> no, it's the skunk, skunk ape. Skunk ape. The skunk ape is apparently even stinkier than usual Bigfoot stories. It was this big. Sorry, stinky. Yeah. It was this stinky. Uh, and you'll like this one as well, uh, Andrew. In Virginia, there is a variant called the Wood Booger. <laughs> now that's real so-called because uh the local legends in the woods of virginia say that it carries off small children like the boogeyman uh <laughs> into the woods so it's the wood booger <laughs> oh i thought he just flicks boogers at you when you're walking in the woods but that's way more horrible i thought he was just like sticky and goopy with boogers uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Or like he'll come and like, pick that, your boogers a... in the middle of the night. <laughs> like why, why is my nose so clean? What's happening? I can breathe. Both nostrils. What is this? So in the documentary of a Bigfoot that I watched, they was talking all about everybody's individual Bigfoot sightings, and so many of them are the same thing. Where it's like I was driving down a road and it was dark, and somebody was like, "Did you see that movement in the dark?" And we were like, "What?" And we turned around, and there was more movement that we saw from the lights of our truck, and we stopped and recorded, it and you can see this blob. To the point where the real Bigfoot authorities are like, I'm not taking pictures of blob squatches. I'm only going to take photos if it's like actually real. Well, at least they have a standard. Yeah, they've got standards. 
but my favorite part from the documentary was this weird dude with a braided beard who um, convinced his friend in the Bureau of Land Management to send a picture of a map that they had in their office with Bigfoot sightings on them. And then he spread it all on, around online and then they took it down afterwards. Um, so basically, like he convinced his friend to send him privileged information and then was like Haha, i'm gonna send this around everywhere oh my god but he's a plumber and he would anytime he was like plumbering at people's houses he would like talk to them about how he has his own binder of bigfoot sighting stories and if they have any bigfoot sightings they should let him know and he'll add them to the binder and they were always like that's crazy i don't believe in bigfoot and then he'd get to work doing plumbing and then after like 10 or 15 minutes they'd come up and they'd be like you know I did actually see a Bigfoot once. And then he'd add their story to the binder. And he's like, this is my big binder of Bigfoot stories. And so that he, was always, he always got nose first. And then people were like, you know, I'll fuck with this plumber. Like his ass cracks been hanging out for a while. I'll, I'll tell him some shit. Maybe he'll move faster. Maybe he'll work faster. I don't or know. Or like, do you, do you think by denying Bigfoot that he's going to not fix our sink right? Maybe we should just <laughs> indulge him and say that we believe in it. What if he is Bigfoot as a plumber and he's the one who's clogging all the pipes with all the hair? Oh my God. And he just needs validation that he exists. Mm -hmm. We had this plumber the other week, like seven foot tall, so hairy, smelled (laughs) awful. (laughs) Beautiful blonde flowing hair though. Horrible plumber. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now I'm going to actually get into the stories. I'll start off with like, kind of an overview of the indigenous legends that everyone likes to cite as like evidence for Sasquatch being around for forever. And they're hard to parse out the real ones from the, the fake ones because every, every Sasquatch enthusiast likes to say that, Oh yeah, I know somebody in the Salish tribe and they were telling me that like, it's the most important thing. And everyone says that they saw a Sasquatch and blah, 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 blah. But nobody ever actually, like, rarely is there ever actually any documented ethnography of those people talking about their own, like, stories and beliefs. At least not that I was finding. Maybe I just oh, yeah. wasn't well, looking the, in the right If places. I ever see something sketchy that's like an alien, I don't tell anybody. I go to my sketchiest friend and I only tell them and then tell them oh, yeah. to tell people. So a lot of these, I think, are white people welding what they want to hear onto actual indigenous stories. That happens a lot, I think. They're plumbing it, is what you're saying. Wait, that's not a term. Keep going. The biggest evidence that people like to refer to is a petroglyph in California on the Tule River Indian Reservation, which is, uh, has people from a few different tribes, uh, tribal groups, but the main one is the Yokut. And it depicts a group of three large red, black, and white figures with their arms stretched, and they're clearly very hairy. Um, and so that you could say that these are depictions of the hairy men. They call them the hairy men who are figures in their origin story. And then other people say that those are clearly Bigfoots. Um, it is worth noting that the hairy man does also apparently factor into their local mythology. as like a protector figure who lives in the woods, uh, which is interesting. Then all of the other stories are way too numerous to detail, but the, uh, the, the basic trends that I noticed, and I kind of feel bad as an anthropologist for reducing like mythology and like folklores. I don't like saying mythology is a bad way to put it, but reducing these folklores into trends. But in the Pacific Northwest area, um, it seems like the Sasquatch is a shapeshifter figure that protects the forest and sometimes appears on totem poles. I heard they're adding him to the MCU. The Sasquatch, I think Wolverine fought the Sasquatch in the 70s as like his, his introduction. The Hulk was oh. fighting the Sasquatch and then Wolverine showed up as a villain um, in his introduction, which is fun because he's Canadian. <laughs> All right, tell me stories. What do we got? And as you go further east, he's more of a spiritual role as like a non-physical entity um, who serves as like a warning that people are mistreating the woods what or that is, something bad is about to happen. What does... when the with the shape-shifting Bigfoot, what's the other forms? Like other animals and stuff other like that. Other big feet. <laughs> okay, so it's like a deer, a, a Bigfoot. A skunk man, a booger mm-hmm. man. A squirrel. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the first, published, uh, the first published Bigfoot sighting is from 1884 uh, from a Canadian newspaper in the British Columbia. A is this like newspaper. the first first like ever? Yeah, like the first published sighting that I've found. It's from 1884, published in a newspaper so called The British Colonist. Uh, yeah. 
basically just little stories of and and it, you know it wasn't it wasn't solidified as this is the Sasquatch or this is the the Bigfoot. It was you know local people talking about how they saw a weird a weird hairy man in the woods or something like that. Hmm. There's an old hairy man in the woods there. He smelled like the Dickens. All right, keep going. Yeah, don't you know? And so it talked <laughs> about a half man, half beast, which was captured, and the group who captured it called it Jacko. And they corralled it into an area under like a rock shelf and dropped a rock on its head and knocked it out. And so the article said that it was being held in a jail and that 200 people had seen it. Whoa. But later research into it, like a couple of years later, when people were like, is this real or not? Could not find any evidence of it being in the jail or anybody who claimed to see it. And one report that I read said that the jail itself didn't even exist. So <laughs> take this one with a grain of salt. This is a hoax. We put it in jail. I'm we taking everything jail. you say with a grain of salt. Just everyone yeah. saw it. Not even a grain. I want like a whole salt shaker of salt. <laughs> <laughs> the next story is the Teddy Roosevelt story. Mr. Roosevelt, uh, Mr. Rose- Mr. Teddy Roosevelt himself, uh, who did not actually like being called Teddy. He preferred people to call him TR. Wasn't he kind of a shitbag? He was a shitbag. Okay, yeah. Teddy. Hey, but he had a car uh, in water, though. Teddy, you earned it, bitch. He published a book in 1893 called The Wilderness Hunter, and he recounted a story told to him by a, quote, grizzled, weather-beaten old mountain hunter named Bauman. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, like um, you, 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 okay, everyone here and everyone listening has met that person. Not the right. same person, but they've met that person. It's we all have someone in our lives who's that person. <laughs> Mine is Bo. I'm just kidding. It's not Bo. <laughs> hey, it's me. This guy told him what he calls a goblin story that <laughs> occurred near the Salmon River between Montana and Idaho. And what happened was that they were hunting and trapping beavers, as you do in the 1890s, mm. and were seeing shadows in the woods and hearing weird noises. They, they realized that they were being stalked, and at first they thought it was a bear, but, like, they, all, they also saw it, and, like, it was like a, like a, they thought it was a bear at first, but then they got a better look at it, and it's like, oh, it's a weird, big, man-like creature. Oh, spooky. Uh, so that night, it got too close to their camp, and so Bowman's friend, uh, who he was with, shot at it, and it ran away. And so they were like, well, that was fucking crazy, and went to sleep. So the next morning, Bauman woke up early and he went to go get water and check on the traps. And when he came back, he found his buddy who had gotten out of his tent, but he was lying next to a tree with his neck snapped. It sounds like he killed his friend and blamed it on a Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what happened. Like, what happened to your what happened to I your went buddy? to get He's water like, oh, duh, and I came Bigfoot. back and he was just dead. Oh my and God. there was this weird man in the woods the night before, I swear. And he smelled really, <laughs> he smelled really, he smelled really bad. Too. It was crazy. And then his neck just snapped. It was, it was crazy. One day his, was crazy. his head was looking forward and that was turned around. I just don't know what happened. Definitely Bigfoot. Big, Bigfoot. It was definitely the weird, scary mm-hmm. man in the woods. Yeah, it was the 1890s. As long as nobody saw you do a murder, you could get away with it. That's true. Like, that's, <laughs> that's 100%. Like from, from that John Mulaney bit where he's like, mm, in the hallway, there's a pool of the killer's blood. Gross. Mop it up. <laughs> <laughs> Steps over it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the next story that I have is kind of a long one. But it's a good one. This one was really, I, I, I was really enraptured by this story when I was uh, a teen. And so this one was uh, published in uh, 1957. Uh, a guy named Albert Ostman, who was a Swede who had emigrated to Columbia, uh, not Columbia, British Columbia, <laughs> very different from Columbia, Canada. Uh, he told the story about uh, something that happened to him in 1924. So like 33 years earlier. Definitely a credible story. Um, he had heard rumors of gold near the Toba Inlet in BC, and like all the other There's young gold fit Swedes, in those <laughs> like all the other young it. fit Swedes, he wanted a piece <laughs> of the action. He hired an old indigenous man as a guide to take him to Toba and back safely. And while they were hiking, the old man told him of a foolish white man who had come out of the inlet, which with much gold that he wasted on booze and broads. But he also told him that the, this guy went out one day and never came back. 
and people <gasps> thought he was killed by a Sasquatch. His neck was snapped next to a tree. Next to a tree. And Osman had no idea. He was like, Wait, I, he had never heard story? of the Sasquatch like, before. No, no, no. no. That... There's way more to it than this. He had oh, never okay, heard okay. of the... Yeah, this is just the, the rising action. So, so somebody went missing. Uh, yeah, so somebody had gone missing. And so, because of their greed. and Because of their greed. Stuff. Deviants. Yeah, and they were murdered by a Sasquatch. And it probably weren't just like taken out back and shot because they like got a little too handsy or something like that. Or wandered off into the woods and got mauled. Yeah. yeah. By a Sasquatch. The guy told him that if he saw any signs of the Sasquatch that he should just leave immediately. But he was like, meh, whatever. Um, so as he was panning for gold, he continually heard weird noises coming from the woods around him, which is you know kind of similar to the other stories we've been hearing. And whenever he returned from like panning for gold and looking for gold, he found that he saw that his stuff had been moved around and tampered with. The Sasquatch is just fucking with him. <laughs> yeah. And so this went on for a couple of nights and the whole time he was freaked out, but just kind of kept doing his thing as he was like, well, what else am I going to do? I need to find this gold dog. I need this gold. And then one night uh, when he was asleep, he was woken up suddenly in the middle of the night because he well, basically his sleeping bag was being picked up and dragged by an incredibly strong beast. Uh, basically, he got picked up and hauled away by a Sasquatch. A bear. Uh, he was dragged for uh, what seemed to him like miles before he was set down and he crawled out of his, uh, of his sleeping Wait, bag and saw hold on, that. Hold on, hold on, pause, pause. Okay. Was he locked in his sleeping bag? <laughs> that was my question. Why wouldn't you get out way earlier? Is that how you're supposed to sleep in a sleeping? Like, are you supposed to lock yourself in there? I, I think it might have been like one of those super old school ones because he was in like British Columbia where it's probably really cold. And maybe it was one of those ones where you like zipper yourself into it because he also had his pack inside the sleeping bag with him. So maybe like in 20 sleeping bags were also like way different than we conceptualize them. That's like a tent within a tent. Yeah. Or did he even have it? Inception. Tentception. Okay. Please continue. So he crawled out. He was carried for miles. He was carried for miles, dragged for miles. And so he crawled out of his bag and saw that he was in a cave and he was in a cave with four huge ape like men except two of them except two of them were females uh one was one large male and one large female and then two smaller ones which were just little kids the he specifically noted that the female that the older female had large drooping breasts which is fun he tried to escape multiple times but each time he was caught and brought back to the cave by the male by the big one and basically he couldn't leave. He was allowed to do whatever he wished within the like small shelter that they were in, but wasn't allowed to escape. So he's just running around yelling. They're like, that's fine. Let's don't leave. <laughs> and so he was basically just scared out of his mind, sitting there for like days, just eating food out of his pack and like hoping not to like hoping that the Sasquatch wouldn't just like snap and kill him at any point in time. Uh, so he was there for three days. He had his rifle with six shells, but he wasn't sure that his, he could like kill all of them before one of them killed him. So he was like scared to actually use it. Um, but eventually he realized that he had a can of snuff with him and he gave it to the big Sasquatch and the Sasquatch ate some of the snuff, uh, which is, you know, what snuff is right. Chewing tobacco. Um, no. no, sort of. No. It's 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 snorting tobacco. It's tobacco. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so he offered some of it to the male, who ate some of it, and then he got woozy and groggy, and he and he bolted. <laughs> and it so, took him three days to realize that was in his bag. I guess it took him three days me, to can do muster up the any, gumption. You can do anything for three days except for leave this cave, and you don't look in your bag that well. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that. He it took him three probably, days to realize he should even try it. Yeah, because he was scared. He wasn't sure what they were going to be doing. Uh, he dude, was, he's not like trying to do, okay. He's not trying to hang like hang out with these people and be like you know point at yourself like me. This is my name. You like the, what? <laughs> the, the first thing I would do is just start doing hand gestures. Be like you, me, you, Bigfoot, me, Jane. Like it's like, like do, it. <laughs> do something. Me, you know, make friends. 
teach him how to play Uno. I don't know. I mean, this oh, sounds a lot like tricking the Cyclops to me. Oh, yeah. That does sound very... Biblical. Odysseal. He probably made it up, Beole. So, okay, so this guy takes three days to rip off a story from Odysseus or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? So he, he books it, and then... Yeah, and so he books it, he finds a shelter, and manages to escape. Then he waited... Uh, he basically waited 30 years to tell anyone because he was worried that he would be made fun of. 30 years! Yeah, and my thought is, you know, well, if you wait 30 years to tell a story, now nobody can say otherwise. No but one will a believe guy, you. There was a the, the guy who wrote about this later on, did his own research, and he was a, uh, he he heard a story from somebody else that they had heard about a Swede who had <laughs> disappeared in the woods because they were carried off by an ape man in the 20s. And so, like, it's kind of corroborated because he hadn't heard the Ostman story, but he did say that he had heard a story about a Swede getting carried off back in the 20s. So there's something there, something going on. I don't know. I think they were just trying to be nice and, like, try to invite someone. They're like, oh, my gosh, like, the new neighbor just moved in. Let's bring him over for dinner. And then, like, why isn't he leaving? <laughs> <laughs> well, just let him stay for a while and then they finally like, oh cool you gave me something get out <laughs> uh, so the next story that I have is uh, another one from 1924 so this is a big year for the Squatch 1924 it is a big Squatch year a lot of Squatching going on this story is another one from a prospector um, but this is near Mount St. Old Prospector this guy's name is Fred Beck uh, my and name is so- Fred Beck this is hey, near Mount Saint, not near Mount Saint Helens, in Washington, which famously blew up in the eighties. But this is way before that, so it was not blown up yet. And I don't think that this particular area was blown up. Doesn't matter. So, how many Sasquatches died in the eruption? That's a good question. Innumerable. That's what losses. the government doesn't tell you. The fucking government. All right, go tell me the story. Okay. Uh, so the way that the story goes. There's a group of boys who are prospecting out by Mount St. Helens, four of them, or I don't remember if it was four of them or if it was Fred Beck and four of them, but regardless, it was four or five dudes. They're prospecting and they start hearing weird noises in the evenings, as all of these stories go. A whistling, uh, which was answered by another whistle on the other side of the ridge. Oh, they communicate by whistling? I love it. Oh, that's sweet. And a booming, thumping sound, uh, like a gorilla beating its chest. Mm. And then finally, after a few days of this, they one of them was going to get water, uh, and he saw a little one. And a little guy? A little guy. He saw a little guy. And what do you think he did? Did he offer it some food? Did he call out to it with an, a whistle of his own? Or did he fucking shoot at it? Definitely shot at it. I hope that he offered him food. That's my hope. Mm-hmm. But what do you think? Ugh, I can't think of something funny. Well, what do you think? <laughs> I nothing because I helped Dickens. Like I gotta make this a joke, and I can't. So I hope he got food too. I'm with you, Ash. <laughs> no, he fucking shot at it. Uh, I know. Uh, of it. course he did. Yeah, he fed of him. Of course a, he, he did. Fed him, he fed him with bullets. He fed him this bullet. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, eat this. <laughs> he shot like three or four rounds at it, and it ran away while he while he was shooting. So he's a terrible shot. Yeah, he's a terrible shot. They went back to the cabin and he was like, um, I saw this little devil man out in the woods. We need to fucking go. But, the, but it was already late in the day and they realized that they couldn't get to their car before nightfall. And they didn't want to get trapped out of their cabin in, in the night with in the in the dark with all these Bigfoots out there. Um, so they decided to spend the night and that they would leave in the morning. Wow. Classic scenario. Classic scenario. So. Around midnight. Shia LaBeouf. One of them. They were all woken up. By a massive noise, a tremendous thud against the cabin wall, followed by lots of shaking of trees and stomping and tromping coming from outside. And as the story goes, they saw, they looked out the windows and saw a bunch of hairy apes, three or four at a time, but probably more than that, who were just throwing rocks at the cabin, just throwing rocks, boulders, rocks, just chucking them. Some of them came through the chimney. Some were knocking out the, they were knocking the, the material between the logs out and they were just fucking hucking rocks at this bad boy. 
And so they all started throw, shooting their guns wildly out the windows. Oh, my God. As the attack ebbed and, th- ebbed and flowed. And eventually they started attacking the door and bashing at the door. So they started shooting through the door. Um, and at one point, one of them reached through the space between the logs of the cabin and grabbed an axe out of somebody's hand, but they were able to fight it off. Um, so this lasted all throughout the night until daybreak when the attack finally stopped. So they're nocturnal. So they're nocturnal. And they all just fucking bolted. Uh, they saw one of the eight men watching them from a bluff as they were leaving, and they shot at it, and apparently it, it fell. And I'm just amazed that they still had bullets after all of that. <laughs> but they left, and they left behind $200 worth of equipment. Uh, but they decided that their lives were worth more than $200. And so now this area is called Ape Canyon. It is an important part of Bigfoot lore, and people go there all the time. The Bigfoot boosters are all are looking for Bigfoots all the time. Uh, sometimes they find footprints. A skier disappeared there in the 60s. It was wild. Okay, you said that this happened in 1924? Yes. $200 in 1924 is equivalent to about $3,500. Wow. That's a lot of money. What do you call a group of Bigfoot? Uh, a squatch. <laughs> I like that. I Thank like you. that. Thank you. A squaddle. A squatch of Bigfoots. I was going to say a footlocker. <laughs> so Fred maintained until his death that he was telling the truth. But a few, like 50 years later, he was doing another talk about it. He wrote a book about it, like narrated to his son who wrote the book, um, like clarifying a bunch of the. So this is like immediately reported on. But then he later on was like, well, you know, they said it was boulders, but it wasn't actually boulders. And somebody said that they got knocked out, but nobody really got knocked out. Uh, but the important thing is he said that they were not real animals, but psychic projections, like a stand from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. But I'm going to quote here. The abominable snowmen. So he called them abominable snowmen, which is, I mean, it's all synonyms, even though, I mean, geographically incorrect. Am I right? But not snowy snowmen. at all. Am I right? They are from a lower plane. When the condition and vibration is at a certain frequency, they can easily, for a time, appear in a very solid body. They are not animal spirits, but also lack the intelligence of a human consciousness. When reading of evolution, we have read many times conjecture about the missing link between man and the anthropoid ape. Immediately no. Immediately no. The snowmen are a missing link in consciousness, neither animal nor human. They are very close to our dimension, and yet are a part of one lower. Could they be the missing link man has so long been searching for? No. So that's... Did this person fun. have holes in their brain? It's entirely possible. I mean, at this point, he was like 90 years old. So mm. that could have something to do Psychic with Psychic man-apes. Psychic man-apes. Uh, so this is... Yeah, this is great. So these are kind of like the, the Bigfoot canon. These are the main stories <laughs> that people talk about when they talk about big, like Bigfoot sightings. Um, the next one that I'm going to talk about in the in the next episode is like the big like the Patterson Giblin film sighting, but so far like these are the main ones that people always talk about, and it, it, they're all from like the 20s and and earlier. There are ones from like the 40s and 50s, but I just didn't have enough space to put them down. Uh, I do have a couple more recent ones though that I thought were very interesting that I'm going to share. So far, I'm not the most convinced. While we're on the topic of the Sasquatch as a psychic projection, I read an article <laughs> um, very, very recently. What does that even mean? Well, see, the, the thing about Sasquatch as a biological animal is that the theories about Sasquatch as a biological animal don't always work out because like, they'd need a ridiculous amount of food. And where would they get it? And how can they hide all the time? And it's because they're not biological animals. They're psychic projections. Being projected from Your mind. the Earth? The spirits of the world, man. Yeah, man. So okay. Gonna... okay. So I, I read this article um, uh, a couple of weeks ago. This is a very recent one from about this guy uh, who is not disclosing his full name, but he's referred to in the article as Claude. Uh, he's a Sasquatch oh researcher. Oh, my God, Jean-Claude Van Damme. It is Jean-Claude Van Damme. And so he basically says that he's been communicating telepathically with several Sasquatches for several years. Mm. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. I mean, fuck it. What else have you done? <laughs> they refer to themselves as the people, and they don't like being referred to as Bigfoot because they feel that the term is derogatory. The term, the term Bigfoot's racist? Yeah, it's derogatory. They call themselves the people. Ah, just bigger-footed people. Exactly. And he said that the reason why he was uh, able to speak to them suddenly one day is he was walking through the woods and he, he felt a, a voice in his mind say, don't come in here. And he realized that there was a female in a thicket nursing her young. So he left. And then several months later, he communicated with her again telepathically and asked her why she hadn't communicated with him before. And he says that she told him, because your mind is too busy. From the time humans wake up until the time they go to sleep at night, their minds are constantly in motion. You wake up thinking about what you didn't do yesterday, what you need to do today, and it just snowballs. It gives us a headache. We don't do that. We don't have to. Uh, that's not true. I don't think of anything. It's impossible. Ever. It's like <laughs> no a goldfish. Head empty. So that, that, that's like, that's like, that's, that's really weird for him to say that because maybe that's just his way of coping with his own anxiety. <laughs> I don't, this is really weird. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's really like weird. Like he's finding so, inner peace through these conversations with the people. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that another female Sasquatch told them that they are descended from the Nephilim, uh, which are mentioned in the book oh, of yes, Genesis of as the offspring that angels had with women. Um, they may have survived the flood or angels could have returned and had more children. And they can disappear right before your eyes, travel in space of time. There it is. And basically teleport. <laughs> I wish that was real. So we went yeah. from being kidnapped to being put into caves and hanging out with them to, you know, maybe, maybe an occasional murder, you know, every once in a Just while. Just as a treat. Biblical angel children that can teleport <laughs> and have telekinesis. This is like a guy that I worked with who told me once that angels live among us, um, but we don't know it because in the Bible it says the angels. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, got him. Oh, solid. Angels, solid. Uh, it says in the Bible that angels in human form are taller than the average person, but people on average are taller now. And so angels blend in better because they're, it's not as extreme when you see an angel. It's, it's, it's not that weird because you're used to seeing tall people. So I'm an you angel. Got me, you got me. I'm going to tell yeah. you guys, I'm an angel. I mean, I'm 6'3". Yeah. Bo's 6'3". Zach is like 6'2 and 3 quarters. We're angels? We're angels? I'm not entirely sure where the cutoff is. Like, maybe you have to be 6'6 to be an angel. Oh, so oh, basketball shit. players. Oh, bas- all basketball players are angels. Mostly basketball players. Okay, yeah. yeah. Weirdly, angels really good at basketball. Yeah, they, so good. <laughs> when they got sent down to Earth, they kind of just found out one thing they were good at. They're like, hey, we play this sport. Yeah. <laughs> and make millions off the dumb Americans. Let's do this. A couple more th- more great things from Claude. Claude. They they can write, but they only write in the dirt and they <laughs> brush the dirt away because they don't want to keep records. Uh, I guess so they can always just be living in the present. Mm. They have a very sophisticated society and they leave guide markers for other Sasquatches. And that is actually something that I saw about in other Sasquatch lore is if people will be in the woods and they'll be like, this branch is broken in a weird way. It's probably a Sasquatch. This guy's neck is broken in a weird way. But they can make people ill at the drop of a hat if they need to. He calls it being zapped. Oh, that, um, that's, that. so, that's why they're so smelly. Make you ill. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. And that the first time that he encountered a large male, he was hit with a severe headache immediately. And that he couldn't see it, right? And they said, we don't want to talk to you. And he said, good, I'll leave you alone. And once he agreed to leave him alone, the headache went away. And that all that they want from us is peace. All the Bigfoot want is peace. So that's Claude's story. And that's great. I hate Claude. I think Claude's an asshole. I love Claude. I think he's great. The documentary that I watched with this guy with the weird beard also had a clinical psychologist in it who said that there are probably more Bigfoot sightings out there than you think because our mind isn't prepared to handle seeing things that are as against our worldview as Bigfoot is. And so if you see one, your mind will repress it and you won't even know that you saw one because your mind will just be in such denial. Well, then what about all the people who said that they saw them? 
because they're ready for that information. And it's not that if you see something unidentifiable in the woods, your brain doesn't populate that information with, you know, you, you you know. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I gotcha. You've heard the stories of Bigfoot. You're primed to see a Bigfoot in the woods. You see something that you don't recognize. It's a Bigfoot. It's a Bigfoot. That's why I don't pay my taxes because my brain is not ready it's not ready taxes exist (laughs) so i just can't do it every year Mm yeah yeah me too i can't see same with eating vegetables and working out (laughs) (laughs) and yeah yeah why don't go to the doctors because i'm not ready to believe see the doctors or get my vaccinations (laughs) (laughs) no you're gonna drop dead in a year no he's not because he doesn't believe yeah. In death. Oh, I'm yeah. not ready to believe in death. He's not ready yet. to accept it. Yeah. <laughs> I live to be 50. So I'm just going to read you wait, one more story. This is from the Bifro uh, reports. This is report number 74793, which is a class B report uh, submitted on August 7th, 2022 in Washington, Skamania County, approximately 2 a.m. Sleeping in my tent and woke up abruptly for seemingly no reason. Woke up to an unexplained adrenaline rush. Laying there, I began to hear sounds coming from probably no more than 50 to 100 feet behind our tent. Five or so sounds, like grunting whoops, though I'm not exactly sure how to describe the noise. It was like Werner nothing Herzog, I've ever from here heard on before. This was, not a hum- this was not a human or regular animal noise. They were not screams. They were loud, but someone slow pitch, if that makes sense. There seemed to be two of these thing beings making these sounds at each other, not just Christopher one. Walken. No, I'm just gonna do the rest of it. As Damn it! <laughs> I'm I'm in my I'm in my Herzog now. Okay, After the grunting whoops came several loud wood <laughs> knocks. It was either wood on wood or very heavy fist on wood. It sounded like one of the beings knocked a few times, and another one responded with more knocks from down the way. I knew what I was hearing was unexplainable, and I was terrified. I laid awake for about an hour of silence and was able to fall (laughs) back asleep. Zach's sister's in shambles right now. Oh my god, he's so committed to the bit. Hey man, I'm nothing if not committed to the bit. So anyway, that was the whole thing. That's um, a class B. Is this person being like, oh, class B. it was scary. Someone knocked on my cabin. I that's heard a cla- it. Really? Yeah. I promise I didn't take a video with my very advanced smartphone. I didn't record mm. the sound. I didn't take a picture. I promise, pinky promise that I heard it happen. And so when you submit a, cl- when you submit a sighting to the beef row, if they, uh, if they deem it like worth following up, they'll call you and they'll ask you about it and like, they'll interview you. Um, and if it's like a really good one, they'll send somebody out to the site where you reported it from. Um, and they'll like try and get, show their me own. where the knocking happened. <laughs> yeah. They'll try. And, so <laughs> he's like, he's like right here. Right. It was right here. See, see how I'm knocking. It was just like that. They're like, Oh my fucking God. So the Bifro investigator went out and basically tried to record his own, but I don't think he got anything. It didn't work. But the important thing that I would like to quote from this is a technique I would recommend you try to make your uh, to make your campsite more attractive to Sasquatches. Bring a small propane stove and a frying pan and spatula. At around 10 p.m., start frying up a few packets of maple syrup infused breakfast sausage very common item you can get them at any big grocery store or at walmart they're just like me <laughs> the purpose for frying maple sausages is to release a chum line of this, scent into the is forest this a, is this an ad for walmart let that fatty for pork and maple Jimmy syrup Dean. smell gradually waft through the area until midnight or so cook bacon for, or cook sausage for two hours yeah it fucking burn yeah i think it just means continuously keep making think, sausages <laughs> Sit in the sit in the forest and eat mm-hmm. bacon and sausage for two straight hours. You'll start seeing shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's important to note they say do not leave the cooked sausages out as bait when you go to sleep in your tent. That's against the law, and it's not a good idea for various other reasons: bears, cougars, wolves, coyotes, etc. But there's no law against frying whatever food you desire at camp to eat or bring home. If, so you're sitting in the woods eating bacon and sausage for two straight hours. Your, your the salt <laughs> level in your body is astronomically high to the point where you think you see something in the woods and you get a headache, but it's really just from the amount of salt that you're eating. You're and just you're having like, an oh, aneurysm. I can't smell anything. And you're like, no, that's just a heart attack that's coming. 
<laughs> it's, it's smelling like burnt toast over here. Like, no, that, it's either a stroke or a heart attack. Something's happening. I appreciate that the Bigfoots like maple breakfast sausage because I also like maple breakfast sausage yeah. and it makes me feel me close too. to them. Really exactly. great. So they I have good taste. This- and I, I've learned that I smell like them as well. And I would have, like, if, if they took me back to their camp, I'd be like, hey, you want some sausage? And then we'd eat sausage together and it would be like <laughs> a breaking bread moment. Like, hey, what's <laughs> <Yeah>. up? <laughs> I know sausage? I do need to I did misread this. They didn't send a guy out. He's giving tips for anyone who wants to follow up on their own. That's what this is. Oh. I misread it before. Can't wait to make a make a, a sighting report on their web on their website. Be like, oh yeah, I, I someone knocked on my front door and it was Bigfoot. So this is what I've got for the first episode. Do you think that are you more or less convinced that Bigfoot is real? Less. I'm less convinced. I like I, I before <laughs> I I thought that Bigfoot wasn't real. Or no, I knew that Bigfoot wasn't real before and now I really fucking know that Bigfoot is not real. <laughs> well, do you think that if Bigfoot like what do you think is more convincing? The idea that Bigfoot's a real animal or the idea that Bigfoot is a psychic projection of <laughs> of a lower plane of existence? I'm I think that humans are fucking stupid as fuck, dude. But you know, it feels bad to make fun of these people, but also it's kind of funny. The 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 people need attention, and if this is is the attention that they want, a buck wild thing to claim. Yeah, I believe it. And only I can say that it's real because only I heard it inside of my head. That's called the Book of Mormon. So (laughs) straight up. Speaking of buck wild, not only did these people do this shit and expect people to believe that, but also there's an entire another episode coming your way next week. An yeah, hour baby. more of this. So, and it's going to well, get into gonna the more. We're going to be talking about the, the physical evidence. Well, not all physical, but like the photographic okay. evidence, did, the video evidence. Did you do evidence. air quotes when you said the word air evidence? <laughs> Did you lift up your I'm fingers? Did you lift up your fingers and do air quotes when you said that? Tell the truth. <laughs> no, it's God, hard evidence. It's it's actual factual it's evidence. Physi- be, it's physically hard. It's rock. You're going to be yeah. so convinced after the next one, probably. Yeah. I think How do you say worth- I'm sorry in German to our German listeners? Um, that's a great question. I don't remember. Are you googling it? Yes. I hear tippity typing. I took three semesters of German in college. I took one semester in high school. I translated a German document for my master's thesis. I watched Inglorious Bastards. I go to Winter Central every time I can. Oh, God, I missed that place. Does that restaurant still exist? Yeah. yeah. I, had it, I had it the other day, actually. Oh, It's so crappy, and it's so good. It it's is. Good it's, crappy it food. Is. There's something special about good line? crappy food. Oh, I yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That. S to the nine. Oh, okay. And okay. So, are we going to end this, this the the regular way of what we what we learned? And yeah. So, what did you learn? What was your favorite? Which story was your favorite? Which one? Like from like a fun like a like not being rude. Which one did you enjoy the most? If I'm, I like to think that Bigfoot is the shape shifting mythological protector of the forest. I like that a f- a friendly Bigfoot creature out there. That's that's protecting the forest and not communicating with people telepathically. I like the the version. If I was like, if I was a movie producer, but you know, or you know, writer, I'd be like, oh, the one where he got kidnapped by the the Bigfoot family. That's a good story because that that could sell. That's that's good. Mm-hmm. As if, I- if you if you make that movie, you could make it. You'd be like that. You could make it heartwarming, kind of like Harry and the Hendersons. It'd be good. And then he goes he, back and realizes that the family he wanted all along was in the cave that he so desperately wanted yeah, to and leave. And then he goes back and he grows hair and then he stops showering. <laughs> and he ascends. He, he did feed, uh, the, the, the lady fed him a sweet grass. That oh, she, she was coming on to him. In the, she was like, yeah. hey, hairless boy. Oh, here's a fun quote. You want some of my is, sweet, sweet grass? <laughs> Some of those lovable brassiers and uplifts would have been a great improvement on her looks and her figure. Ew. Oh, so this dude, this dude was just like, he just had a really good dream, if you know what I mean. But what, what did you, uh, what did you learn? As a religious man myself, I like to believe that Bigfoot was all angels. Hmm. I like to believe that now I'm an angel or a Bigfoot or a Bigfoot angel. You guys from now on to address me as the angel. <laughs> No. 
We'll talk about it. Part two. Do, <laughs> part two. Do, do they call me Angel? Right, take part us two. Take us out. Take Find us out before you go too far. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Get Dumped On. Part one of two of Bigfoot Lore. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We hope that you had a good time. Follow us on the social medias. Send us an email at getdumpedonpodcast.gmail.com. Ask us questions about for the next episode. <laughs> Tell us what you want to hear about. If Do you have special yeah. interests that you want to hear about that you want us to research? Let us know. Send us our message on our the Instagram, getdumpedonpod, is not very good, but I promise that it's, it's active. It doesn't look <laughs> like it's active, but it is, so you should send us messages there. I don't follow Definitely it. It's because it shows up on my people you may know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not following it to the contact that gets better. Jesus Christ. And the thing is, I still haven't updated it with like the pictures from the dentistry episode. And it's like, I need to put them up, but I have to crop them to square. And my favorite just, thing is, I, my sister it follows, does it for you. My sister follows a page and I don't. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Well, yeah, we'll see Look, you guys next life, week. Well. Remember, hump day, dump day. Every Wednesday, new shit coming at you. Thank you for listening. Ash and Zach are super smart. They went to college and learned a bunch of stuff. And Bo and Andrew didn't go to college because that's the way life goes sometimes. What happens when you put them together and you try to make them learn? Grab your friends. Let's listen together on Get Dumped On and Info Dump Podcast. This guy, bye, hop, 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 This is your angel saying goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. I just telepathically said bye to everybody. Oh yeah.